boys, we are going to sue the girl. We are going to sue the teacher. We are going to sue the school system. And we are going to sue the girl's parents. Whoa, that rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and furthermore, we are going to put a restraining order on that girl, making it illegal for her to come within 100 feet of you boys. Uh, that would suck. Yeah, <laughs> I need her to be a little closer than that. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Yes, siree. And welcome to episode 96, Thor. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, explain to me, what's, what's Thor all about? Remember, I haven't seen any of these. I know you haven't. It's the introduction to Thor to the Marvel Universe. And he gets to uh, battle uh, a big giant robot, and uh, they destroy half a town. That's all. And you get to meet Loki for the first time, too. Okay, what's his superpower? He's the god of thunder. What What does that mean? Is he really strong? He's got a thunder. Oh, no. no. And rock and roll. You knew that was coming, didn't you? That's right, Bruce. I'm glad <laughs> you're still playing your kiss songs. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> you know KISS is the greatest band of all time. Of course I, uh, they are. Uh, do, do you have a KISS at the Silver Ball Saloon, Bruce? No, we do not. I can't afford it with your, all your uh, extra money that you uh, add on to pinball machines. Well, call me after the podcast. Maybe we can arrange something. You sure? Yeah. Maybe I'll have many KISS come down and play there. Well, that's too much. Still $10 too much. <laughs> so he's got – does Denise have the hammer or something? Yes, he is. Uh, Manure. I think that's the name of the hammer. Manure? Minure. Minure. Wait a minute. Isn't that the designer for Jersey Jack? No. Oh, Minier? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. Let's, 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 let's move on. We digress. We digress. So, let's see. What do we want to do first? We got a... Uh, oh, it's just us this week. It's just us. Hey, you're stuck with us, you fuckers. Wow. Way to... Uh, well... It's the truth, what? isn't it? Yeah, it, it's the truth. So let's see, how did our transition to the new site go? quite as well as I would have liked. It's like Iron Maiden credit scene. We get shot up and then it veers off and crashes. Yeah. So last week, we put a resubscribe little podcast, little mini two-minute thing on the old site and just... The actual real podcast on the new site. Mm, how did that work? Uh, anyone who uh, uses an Apple device, uses like iTunes, and anyone who uses Google Play or Stitcher were uh, treated to an awesome podcast. And if you did not have if those? If you had some other podcatcher, especially a lot of the droid ones, um, you may not have seen the new episode. You got dry humped. Uh, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. So, uh, after some digging, I actually found a way in Podcast Garden you can put the redirect in to the uh, feed. So, uh, I did so that. I did that, and I have noticed it's starting to propagate. I noticed several podcatchers that were showing the old stuff are now showing the new stuff. So, I think it'll be a gradual progression for the next couple of weeks. 
I will continue to post stuff on both sites, but I can tell now by the stats as we if the transition's over. So hopefully by the middle of July, we'll be completely off Podcast Garden, and it's going to be nice. wonderful. So thank you, listeners, for your patience. If you still see the old stuff, which uh, I guess the old stuff would be if you see a podcast called Resubscribe, you're looking at the old feed. Try uh, resubscribing, seeing if it goes away. So that's that. That's the tech side. Wow, we're so techy here. We're so, we're so techy here. Let's just go to the news. Or do we want to go to the controversy first? Because this is late breaking news. The controversy is definitely it happened high like on our list. Two hours before. Well, okay. Yesterday at 7:49 p.m., there was an announcement from the Trash Talker Invitational. We got it. We're in. We're in. It had Slam Till podcast that we've been in, but then our name was crossed out <sighs> and replaced by Scott Wilson. What? I know Scott, but to my knowledge, he doesn't have a podcast. Or a blog or anything else. I mean, he's a great trash talker. Yeah, I can give him that, yeah. He's got a cool ponytail and all, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have a podcast or a blog or anything. How does he get in? That was so uh, weird. It was announced by uh, Chuck Webster. And then just hot off the presses two hours ago, I'll just read this, another... uh, Bulletin came from the Trash Talker Invitational Selection Committee saying, <laughs> Is it Houdini? <laughs> it is with much regret that Chuck Webster has been suspended for one week due to gross misconduct and the unauthorized TTI invitation to Scott Wilson. The committee would like to apologize to Mr. Wilson for any anguish this has caused, and we hope he'll earn his way into the Boston Trash Talker Invitational this fall. Sounds like Chuck overstepped his boundaries there. Yeah, uh, let's see. There's there's more. It says the Trash Talk Invitational Selection Committee has issued an emergency order of suspension against Chuck Webster and is rescinding Scott Wilson's invitation to the bloodbath. Allegations have been brought to the committee of severe misconduct against Mr. Webster. Only the selection committee has the authority to send invitations. Chuck was way out of line, said committee member Howard Hertz. The emergency order of suspension is effective immediately, and the selection committee will not be elaborating on the subject until it's been fully investigated. Oh, boy. But you notice we still weren't invited. Of course not. It's getting ridiculous, man. And it says, know who to bribe, say no to hookers, and blow. Yeah. Yeah, hashtag know who to bribe, say no to mm-hmm. hookers, and blow. Yep. So, wow. Wow. I, I, I really don't know what to say. I, I think maybe we should start distancing ourselves from this controversy, you know. Uh, like never mention a Trash Talker Invitational again? Maybe until we are invited. I think we need to just sever it. We need to go silent. No, no. The, the committee would not like that. Well, the committee has not liked us for the past two months. Well, maybe it's not the committee. Maybe Chuck has been overstepping his bounds, like, on a regular basis. But wait a second. The committee should have then rescinded Scott and put us in right away since it was scratched out. Yeah, and you're right. Saw this. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just not getting a good feeling, man. Corruption is, is very rampant, rampant here. Yeah. Rampant. rampant, in rampant. God. But remember, um, I will possibly be bringing booze to the, uh, fantastic show. But so. we don't know if they go to the committee. That's true. Chuck could just drink it himself. Exactly. And there goes our, there goes our loss of money and corruption. Well, hopefully after this suspension, he'll be on a short leash. So, I mean, I'm sure that he said that the selection committee does listen to our podcast. So, 
we say we're bringing booze for them and they don't get it, they'll know Chuck has done this, you know, and they'll probably suspend him again. Or maybe even fire him. Or even fire him. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. So that's the controversy. So let's go to this week in pinball. This week in pinball. News of the week. News of the week. Peace of news. news. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. The first news is the podcast for him is done. I think he was doing it just to get into the TTI. Huh? What? He had a podcast. Yeah, they just had their first episode. And that's their only episode. What? They announced a couple days ago. This Week in Pinball podcast is not going to be happening. <laughs> wow, one and done. Yes. Wow. It's, so. too, it's too busy for him. It's too much work. Ugh, one and done. So it's like, uh, what is it? Like sex. Uh, very nice. Yes, of course. Of course. Here we go. Hello, Pinheads. Good news and bad news. We just released the first and the last episode of This Week in Pinball podcast. Although I really wanted to do a podcast, it was just going to be too much to do a weekly podcast and keep up the quality of the TWIP website. So I think he was just trying to get into the TTI. Yeah, but wasn't he in already because of the the website? Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to be like, truly, look, I have a podcast. Now you can't fuck with me. Okay. (laughs) Well, quiet, because he can call people out. Yeah. Well, we're on his site right now, thisweekinpinball.com, and the the (laughs) scoop, the number one story is exclusive Deep Root's high-end theme revealed, Alice in Wonderland. Deep rooting. Deep rooting. Um, how much is yeah. it? $50,000? Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a question. I'm looking at this artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Zambietti artwork. It's like the original yeah. artwork that was going to be used for the game. I'm assuming John Papaduke is designing this. Maybe. Okay. Crystal of the... Uh, Riptide Podcast brought this up. Mm-hmm. Where's Alice on this? Who is supposed to be Alice? Is it the one in the center? No, I think that's the Queen of Hearts, maybe. Well, no, wouldn't the Queen of Hearts be the one sitting with the crown and the heart on her on her shoulder? Hmm. Maybe. That could be it. So maybe that's Alice in the middle. Yeah. Well, wasn't Alice, like, a girl? Alice is a girl. She's a girl. Uh, this is not a girl, Bruce. This is a woman with big boobs. <laughs> uh, they all become that eventually. Uh, it's like okay, all maybe right. Maybe she drank that stuff and made big. Boobs yeah, out. she drank. Okay, she did drink the drink me, and that's the all right. Yep. Yeah, see. Sure. Whatever. So we're we're going we're going for the uh, the middle aged rich audience again, obviously. Yes, and the Mad Hatter looks like a freaking perv creep. Oh, let me look at that. Let's see, Mad Hatter. Where where is he at? Next to the Alice on the left hand side. Left. Oh, yeah. Actually, everyone looks perverted in this. Exactly. Wow. Uh, so you think we'll see this in Texas in 2019? No. You don't think so? Nope. Think we'll see something by Deep Root in Texas in 2019? Probably not. Really? You, you don't think? I mean, especially nope. they got games coming. At, really? Nope. That's just my fault. Okay. They're, they're gonna te- they'll probably, they won't have a game. They'll tease theme. They'll show a couple things off, but they will not have a fully functioning game. But it's supposed to be about the five days of Deep Root, Bruce. Yeah, well, you'll get Deep Rooted later on. Ugh. Uh, I guess at the Southern Fried Gaming Expo, Scott Denisi discusses his new game, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just seems like he's going to work on it kind of when 
He feels like it. When inspiration calls. So who knows when that'll be out or what it'll be. Or how it will be. Yeah. So TNA is continuing to sell. Yep. Over 450 or 430 units. 430 units. Mm-hmm. Huge hit for Spooky. Spooky. Then we have Todd Tucky pinball books. These could be interesting. No. No? You don't think no. so? No. I think a lot of his stories are interesting. No, the problem is the part of the reason why Todd Tucky is so entertaining is because of the videos. The books will not carry over. You won't get the full ambiance of Todd Tucky. So uh, I'll be looking forward to that. You're a sick bastard. <laughs> Hopefully he won't have any uh, color. It, it says it's, let's see, 10 volumes. Mm-hmm. It will cover 30 to 40 machines, 200 pages, full color, glossy on heavy stock. Hopefully they won't have any pictures of Gottlieb's being thrown off roofs because people might lose their shit. Yes, they might. Except Bruce, he'll be cheering. Yes, I will. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Orc Lawson gets his Alien Limited Edition machine, the artist for Alien. Yes. He got it and immediately sold it. Good boy. Good boy. Sold it within, what, hours of, of posting that it was there? I think so. Yeah. Did you know Josh Sharp was on head-to-head pinball? No. You didn't know that? Well, he was. No. <laughs> so check that out from the head-to-head guys. Oh, God, this I... Yeah. So we have Supreme Pinball, right? The $50,000 machine, you know, the one that's not mm-hmm. named Alice in Wonderland. Now we have two of them in New York City. Yes, I heard. The second one is at Sunshine Laundry Mat. Yep. So you going to be playing that, Bruce? No. No? Are you curious? Not one bit. Not one bit? Not at all? Nope. I'm, I'm somewhat curious. I'd like to play it at least once. Nope. No? I mean, I even played Q once, and that was terrible. It's still better. No, no Q is not better than the Q. It's a it, stern. You're saying Q is a better game than the Supreme game? Yeah. You are so high. I am. Yeah, you are obviously high. Yep. Because isn't the Supreme game just this the stripped-down Spider-Man that actually plays decent? Yeah, but the problem is it's still an old Stern classic that you can make more money. You can probably almost get to maybe about the same amount of money on it because people do are still looking for cues. And it is the last pinball machine. It's the last pinball machine designed by Harry Williams. Yeah, shitty way to go out, though. Now, I have a, I have a problem. You have this a problem. This week in pinball last week had the top 10 designers by Pinside. Uh-huh. They were all new guys. No Harry Williams. No, none nope. of the EM guys. Nobody. Nope. Yep. Fail. Fail. No Steve Kirk. No Steve Kirk. No Harry Williams. Nope. Come on. Fail. 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 And that's fail. not fail. this week in pinball. That is typical pinside snobbery. Pinside snobbery. Yep. We love pinside, right, Bruce? Exactly. You got it. Slam Till Podcast has a new RSS feed. I get to look Yay. at my ugly mug right on the screen. The Slamtail Podcast is move away from Podcast Guard, and now it's a new RSS feed. Resubscribe if necessary. Woohoo! Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. There's a new tutorial out, new Bowen tutorial. This time it's TX Sector. TX, TX, TX. I haven't watched it. I mean, isn't it just hit the spinner when it's lit? Spinner lit, spinner lit. I mean, the multiball isn't even... Is it worth it? It is. It can be. Oh, okay. Yeah. With the multipliers, yes. All right. Let's see. Papa redesigned their website. Didn't see it. Uh, actually, I haven't seen it yet. Check it out. So I'm going to click on it here. That's what I'm going to do right now. Ah. 
it's not that much different. The coloring scheme is similar. Mm-hmm. They format it a little different. Yep. So I have a crust for Papa. Papa, can you please, please post the women's finals for the New York City Pinball Championships? Papa, don't preach. I've been losing sleep. Papa, don't preach. So here's hoping we will see it someday. Well, I made up my mind. Name the album. Keeping my baby. Show your 80s knowledge. Beats the fuck out of me. Uh. Oh, oh. So am I less cool if I say the name of the album? Because I know it. Go for it. True Blue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of course, this album is not nearly as good as any Kiss album, Bruce. Of course. Of course it isn't. Did you know Sandra Bullock did not get a Demo Man pinball machine? I don't think she got much for that movie. <laughs> what do you mean you don't think she got much for that movie? I, I don't get why she didn't get a machine. I don't get why Benjamin Bratt got one. Why did Benjamin Bratt get yeah, one? Yeah, I mean, he's hardly in the movie. He was a, he was on, like, Law & Order at the time when he was on this film. This was, like, him leaving Law & Order and doing a movie. He's, like, a bit part. What is he? He's a cop at the beginning, and then by the end, he joins, like, the, the resistance or whatever. But he's hardly in the movie. You know, Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Yes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But Sandra Bullock's on the friggin' back glass. Maybe because she was replaced originally. She was uh, another Bruceism. Yeah, she she was replaced originally. Oh well. The original actress the- that was going to do it, yes, left. Yes. yes. And was replaced by Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And that's about it for the news. Kind of light light news. Yeah. We have some uh, corrections that people were happy to send. No. No. About the super skill shot on Iron Maiden. There's actually four, not just one. Yeah, and there was probably ten people that said, wrong, wrong. But I was one of mine was right. So go fuck your all. <laughs> so here we got a message from Bill. Hi, Bill. To our uh, Facebook page. I'm sure people have already corrected Bruce, but in case not... Here are the real super skill shots on Iron Maiden. So everybody, you don't want to be spoiled. This may take the next hour. No, this may take the next couple of minutes. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Short plunge to the right flipper. Shats the left lane and hit the stand up for 30 million and 20 seconds of ball save time. So I guess that's one. Sweep the bank as the first three switch hits and get points plus all three bank awards. Hard plunge and shoot the left orbit versus the loop for some additional loop value. Plunge the normal super, shoot the mini loop, and then the super stand-up for mega super skill shot. Wow, so there's four secrets plus the original two skill shots. Yikes. Okay, you can now start listening again. Oh, that doesn't really work doing it that way, does it? No, it does not. Now you can listen. Okay. So those are the skill shots. Uh, I have another re- correction, or not a correction. Hey Ryan C, who was getting on, he, he was getting on our case. He was insinuating that we said Iron Man is based on the second movie only for some reason. Did we say that? Nope. I was saying the title of the game was Iron Man Two. Yes, because it has based off both movies. Both movies, but I, I maybe they changed something when you turn it on now. It doesn't say that, but back in the day. When the mm-hmm. game came out, when you turned the thing on, it said Iron Man 2. And that's all I said. And it turned into this string where he's like, you know, it's based on both movies. 
Uh, Answer. By the way, Marty, um, how can you not like Demo Man? There's something wrong with you. I just needed to get that out there. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't like Demo Man. How do you not like Demo Man? But he likes Avatar. I know. He's really, that boy is just fucked up. Yeah. Must be all the moisturizer he said he uses to stay looking so young. I think it's seeping into his brain. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through that. I think those are all the comments we got. So I have a little segment here. It's called Ask the Listener. We're going to ask the listener, listeners, to help us out here. Last week when we had Raymond on, he had a suggestion for Stargazer of changing the rules, which was instead of the rollovers by the flippers lighting the spinners, have the drop targets light the spinners. Like you complete a bank and it lights the, the corresponding spinner on the left or right sides. So uh, our Oling Scott C. heard the call, and he already has sent a prototype ROM to me to test. However, he made it so basically you hit one drop target and it will light the spinner. Because he felt like completing it, it would be too, but like the spinners would hardly ever be lit if you did that. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's done so far. But he built it off of the stock Stargazer ROM. So this does not have the, um, it doesn't have the rule where it, when you go over the rollovers, or, rollovers it doesn't spot Zodiacs. Yeah. Or, and also resetting the bonus multiplier if you get above a certain level. Mm-hmm. But he was looking for some suggestions. So I'm going to put it out there. Disable the rollovers themselves completely. Let's see what he... I'm going to read his email here. Okay, read away. If you want to test this, it's just Raymond's suggested mod. I thought it would be too hard to complete the banks to light the spinner, so I made it so anytime you get a drop down, it lights it. It lights nothing from the bottom rollovers, just gives you score. None of the other mods are rolled into this yet. The not spotting Zodiacs and the the uh, bonus multiplier reset. I have some thoughts on that. I think spot the constellations for the first run through only. Then on subsequent ones, you have to hit them. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? So this is a suggestion. Uh, he says he was never really satisfied with the, uh, the mod on anything over 4X resets the multiplier back. But maybe you can throw it out there for people to make suggestions to make it better. Maybe just step back a level or two each ball you're over 4X. So we're looking for some suggestions for how we can make Stargazer better. It's hard. You know, it's, it's, hard it's hard to make Stargazer better, but... You can do it. You can do it, people. You can do it, people. So just for those, again, there's a modified ROM where you go over the rollovers or it doesn't spark... Well, he calls them constellations. I call them Zodiac symbols, whatever they are. It doesn't spot them, so you actually have to hit all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like you can turn that off, Ron. And then the other mod is if you get 4x or higher, it resets the multiplier all the way back down to 1x to nothing. So maybe change how that works a little bit. Uh, we had a suggestion from our uh, our own Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Where he wanted to make it, uh, well, what game does this sound like? Stargazer idea. One drop on the bank, lights the spinner. Two down, blinks it for extra points, and then three resets. Sounds like a Sea Witch. Yeah, very Sea Witchy. Yes, it is. So think about that. You have Stargazer combined with Sea Witch. Hmm. That may be too much awesomeness for one game to, to have. I agree. But 
That's an idea. I like that one. Just have it blank and you hit it for, you complete it for extra points. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, excuse me. Bruce is tired. A lot of, wear, a lot of hours. And it's going to be more this week coming up. Why? What's this week, Bruce? We're opening up for lunches. Okay. So you'll be able to get lunch at the Silver Ball Saloon Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We'll be opening at 1130. And where is it located? In East Rochester, New York, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York. With 26 pinball machines, a ball bowler, darts, pool, foosball, cornhole. <laughs> cornhole. And three video games for your enjoyment. Do you have a website? We do. It's www.thesilverballsaloon.com. And you had some visitors this past week. We did. We had uh, Mr. Ivan, who runs the uh, Allentown Pinball Show. Pinfest? Pinfest. Him and his wife came up. They actually bought a game from one of my buddies. And then they went to Niagara Falls. And on the way back, they, hit, hit, they saw the bar and checked it all out. So come on up. We still have spots open for Stomp. 12 hours of stop. Yep. Now, originally I said it was going to be the 20th. We're going to cut off. We're going to make it the 24th is cut off. So everyone can hear this last episode when we release it on the 21st. So we get more exposure. I love exposing myself to people. Oh, my. So uh, 24th, 30 bucks. After the 24th, it's 35 bucks, or you pay at the door. If there's spots available, it's limited to 36 people. We are at 23 right now, and we had a tournament this weekend. And how'd that go? Not bad. We had 11 people show up for a four strikes tournament. Uh, yours truly ended up first. I defeated Andy Cushman with third place going to Nick Lane and tied with uh, Jeff Serenka, one of our new players. New players are always good. Yes. And this is the, the 12 Hours of Stomp that Bruce was yes. talking about. And when is that going to occur? July 7th. July 7th. Be there or be square, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Full pinball all the time. Meet pinball celebrities, Bruce and Ron of the Slam Till Podcast. And meet the Buffalo pinball guys of Kevin Manny and Nick Lane. And Steve Bowden. Steve Bowden. And Towley. The towel? He's been there before. I know, but you'll meet him. You'll meet the towel, and you'll wonder where his towel is. Exactly. It's retired. So that's going to be the 12 hours of stop. But you had another visitor. Another podcaster visited you. Oh, yes, Mrs. Pin came up. Yes, she did. I thought I talked about it last week. Uh, oh, yeah. You, or did you? I thought I did. Did you? I thought I did, but we'll talk about it again. She was nice enough to talk about us on her podcast coming up. She came up last Saturday. I think no, last, last last Saturday, two Saturdays ago. Mrs. Pin, Mr. Pin, well, Doctor Pin, I call him, and uh, Princess and Pinderella. They came up, enjoyed a fun-filled time at the Silverball Saloon. Doc Pin was there for a longer time. He came back and played till about twelve o'clock. He kept on picking games, and I kept on having great games, like on. After the second ball, we had like 2 million, 3 million, and 2 million on Pirates of the Caribbean. Both of us were just, all of us were just having bad games. And after the third ball, I had 209 million. This poor guy who's, who's going there to spend money, support your bar, and you're destroying him on games. Dollar games, baby. Oh, and taking his, wow. Yeah, of course. Uh, just wonderful owner. Yes, but he challenged me. 
Uh, okay. Oh, then it's fine. And we exchange shirts, and I have a gift for you, too, Mr. Ron. Oh, my. In my possession, but I was lucky enough to get Dr. Pin and Mrs. Pin gave me a bottle of Iron Maiden beer and a plastic cup of Iron Maiden beer. So you have a gift coming to you, too, and you'll have to check it out. And I gave them a couple of T-shirts to the Silver Wall Saloon. Cool. So let's see. That was uh, yeah, Silver Ball Saloon. We're going to just go over my little format cheat here. Cheat sheet. News. Messenger. Okay, so. Fully moved in now. We're, we're being li- we sold the house. The house is gone. Shed a tear. Been to the house many times. Yes. We're moving games over from the storage bay. Today, uh, Quicksilver came over, the one that Ron's going to be picking up for me. It's in my garage now. Yes. Uh, he'll, have for a li- he'll have it for a limited time before he gives it back. Yeah, limited time. Limited. Yeah. Limited, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be a ticket. You'll never take me alive, copper. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Quicksilver. Is the flipper replaced? Nope. No. I give you a project. You give me pro- So I have a bent flipper shaft. Yeah. It's easy. Just get it. cut it out. That's all. So I have to cut it out? Yeah. How do I cut it out, Bruce? Dremel. You're assuming I have a Dremel. You need to buy one. If you don't have one, they're the best things going. Okay. See, we're finally getting on the same track. Oh, man. So you're giving me a broken game. Oh, it works perfect. You realize I'm picking it up the weekend before my little event. Yes, I know. So you got a lot of work to do. No, I don't want a lot of work to do. I'm trying to get everything done. A whole lot of work. Oh, yeah. My event, by the way, is, is smaller in scope. It's actually, the, I think I mentioned it last week. Yes, you did. Little thank for the Orange County folks. Little thank you for all the events of theirs I go to. That's going to be July. I, mean, I believe it's open for anyone at this point. I'm going out because I'm going to drop off your Galaga there. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bruce. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. If you're going to do that, why don't you, why don't you take Quicksilver and Galaga? I can't fit the- both in my car. <laughs> I know. Just like you can't fit both in your car. Well, for Galaga, what we're going to have to do, uh, that's got to go in my room. You have room downstairs. No, I'm not bringing it downstairs. Fail. Wait, what do you mean fail? If I don't have it down there, that means there's more room for pinball. That's not a fail No, at you all. have plenty of room for pinball oh, and stop. for Galaga. Stop. No, no, no. It's got to go in the room. I might even be bringing up the uh, game station in my room at some point. Mm, oh so my. then I could put another game, like, you know, where the Metallica is, do like head-to-head. Not the podcast, but, you know, back box to back box. I'm bringing two games. Well, actually, they're picking up two games for me for the Buffalo Pinball Open, hopefully sometime in July. So two games will be... Is it a mystery? Two games of mine. Yep, still a mystery. Well, so the... Uh, okay, they're probably for classics. Of course they are. Of course they are. So we know they're old, and that narrows it a bit. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Next, we will go to the mail ball bag. Oh, mail ball bag. I love the mail ball bag. It's filled with all goodness and uh, flavors. I will say one thing. I do like Central Air. Oh, yes. Central Air is awesome. Mine is on right now because it's like 90 degrees here. Yeah, I don't know what it is out here. We we had rain. Did you have a storm come through yet? Yes. We yeah. had a storm. Yep. It is 76 right now here. Yeah, it's higher than that outside. But the humidity is 84%. Oh, yeah. It's humid as hell. I love it. My kind of weather. So, the first email is from Scott. Scott C. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Scott. 
He wants to know if they put his Viper ROM in at the Sanctum because I said I was there last week. Uh, I don't. I do not believe so because when Jail. I hit the spinner, it was still worth shit. So he says the the O one hack was the very first successful hack I ever completed. Oh. And he says uh, Stern Pinball is awesome. Took you guys long enough. <sighs> Always an insult. You know, he's assuming that I played pinball 30 zillion times before now. So then uh, the software is exactly the same as Stingray, but the game is better. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yes. Has to be set up the same way as Stars, though. Steep. It's boring yes. when it's flat. Yes. Pretty it's much any not, game. You fall asleep. Yeah. So I'll send you Ray Davidson ROM for Stargazer tomorrow. And he did. And he did. He did. Then he sent a picture of, like, is this Ron? It's like some uh, newspaper with some some roofer dude who I guess looks vaguely like me. No, not at all. No? I think Scott is losing his marbles. This guy is way too buff. Yeah, I was about to say he's way too buff. I think he full, needs to... Full set of hair and a beard. You've never, I don't think you've ever stored, sported a beard that well. Okay, full set of hair. Yeah. A full set of... Wait a minute, I have hair. You have hair, but not a full set. <sighs> yeah, I don't have a full set, that's for sure. <laughs> Like, I admit it, I don't have hair. <sighs> oh, Ryan C., good day, lads. Jericho, Ironmonger, both from the first Iron Man only, not Iron Man 2. It's based off both. Whatever. No, you failed. And he also says, uh, Stargazer sucks, Ron and Bruce. You should sell me yours. And that's a fail. Uh, Iron Man, he's saying that the, the ROM says whatever. Where are you reading this, you pizza head? I am too. And it's 1.83, the version. Yeah. He, exactly in this quote, he puts in, Rom says, I am 2183.bin. If you break it down, it is I am 2. And then the version is 1.83 if you turn it, if you turn it on the machine. Yep. So his own busting our balls proves him wrong. I just noticed that. But yes, you are correct. So I'm correct. I want to talk about fail. You fail, fail. Failed. Uh huh. We have someone that uh, Scott Larson also wanted to bring up that the Bills are not alone in their Super Bowl oh, yes. shortcomings. We didn't mention the Vikings, who also lost four Super Bowls. Why would we? They didn't do them in a row either. Yeah, those were more spread out, but they were all in the seventies. Yeah. Poor Vikings. Poor Bills. All right, we got a email from Steve Martin. Wild and crazy guy. Uh, yeah, he's got arrows through his head and everything. Excellent. Says, hey guys, I know how much you hate talking about tournaments. Here's some progress on the CNEPC. Ron, what is the CNEPC? It is the Canadian National Exhibition Pinball Championships. Returning to the CNE. What's the CNE? Yeah, what is the CNE? Returning, return to the CNE this summer. Canadian National Exposition. Oh, oh, sorry. The Canadian National Exposition is running their gaming garage event August 24th through the 26th, and pinball will be a big part of it again. Like last year, there will be a limited entry herb style format, 20 entries with the best score on four machines counted. Qualifying on Friday and Saturday, playoffs on Sunday. We're also finally try it again. We're also finalizing. Wow. We're also finalizing. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to leave that one in. I can't say finalizing. We're also finalizing details for the potential of classic and women's events as well. This is an IFPA-sanctioned event, so get your dollars ready, and there will be cash prizes. The Gaming Garage and CNEPC events are all free with admission to the CNA. 
You read that correctly. The pinball tournament is free to enter. Plans are currently being finalized for special discounted weekend admission for pinball participants. Now, wait a minute. If it's free, who's paying the dollars? Maybe the exposition itself. Damn. Also happening at the CNA that weekend, there is a food truck festival and craft beer fest happening outside the building. Free live bands, including Blood, Sweat, and Tears. If you require further information, just send a quick email to eddie.dorazio at drapinballleague.com. And that would be three L's, like Pinball League. Mm. So try it out, man. Canada's got it going on. Free tournament. You can see Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yep. Oh, man. Did you know they were at Woodstock, Blood, Sweat, and Tears? Did not know that. And did you know they, they end up not being filmed? Because their agent said they, you know, don't film them. So they didn't get to be in the movie. Okay. That's how stupid that was. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a question for you also. False. True. The Beatles. Did you know that the game plan MPUs are boards the replacement boards are sold out but there's maybe a possibility of rebuilding making more so they wait till 40 people want these boards they're at 38 they need two more people and ron you have always said you wanted a game plan i have cyclops oh yeah i like cyclops so who doesn't like cyclops i know so i'm saying you maybe want to buy a board set so when you find a cyclops that has a corroded board you're ready to rock well, for some uh, game plan aficionados who might hear this, where can they go to sign up for this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking this over. I'm reading it right now. I'm reading the whole thing. Okay, Bruce, did you find it yet? Yep, found it. Jim, I can't even spell his last. I can't even say his last name. France Jilly. France F A R N C E S A N G E L I. Echo Lake Pinball Service and Sales. He's, uh, his email is jvbuzzard, like the bird, at earthlink.net. So get in touch with him, man, if you want your game plan boards. I won't put his phone around there, but yeah, you, I bet if you looked up game plan MPU or reproductions, you'll find that. Get on the list. He won't put his phone number out there because he's not Gary Stern. We only list Gary Stern's phone number. Of course, of course we do. Of course we do. Game plan. Well, yeah, Cyclops and um, Sharpshooter. Yep. Lizard. Lizard. Oh, Lizard. Lizard's okay. And uh, Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, Loch Ness Monster was good, but there's only one. I do know the owner, but I don't think he's selling. Let's see. Last email from Ryan Tidmarsh. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, fellow obsessed pinball brothers. Us? I'm not obsessed. Are you obsessed? I'm I'm not not obsessed. obsessed. Oh, you did. When I talk about my pinball weekend, you may question that. How many times do you get asked what your favorite game is? Top three, top five, top ten. I think it changes. Every day at the bar. I think it changes all the time. Pinball rules, by the way. How many games actually are there? I'm too lazy to look it up. Too busy writing this email. Look up how many games there are. Out of that number, how many do you think you've played? I'm in the Pacific Northwest, Vancouver, Canada, and there's pinball everywhere. Lucky you. Thank you, Pin Maps. But I can only say I've played maybe a fraction of games. I really like how my opinions change and how my tastes change based on my age. No offense, Bruce. I guess that means he's younger than you. My preferred shot, I'm loving orbits at the moment. So games that have sweet orbit shots really call out to me. Example, Ryan C. loves the spinner at the moment. 
Let's see, an era. I find myself changing what era I enjoy more for time to time. Example, I was all about the 90s era and have just started really appreciating the 70s, 80s Stearns and Bally's. Kind of sounds like me. Always excited for the new stuff. What used to be your favorite games back in the day and how has that changed? Maybe you guys have been in this crazy hobby for so long. Does it take a lot to excite you? Oh my! I just gotta find more rare games. That's all I need. Because <sighs> at this point... Based on the number of shows I've gone to, I probably played just about almost every solid state game you can play. I'm not going to say EM, but as far as solid states, I, I got to be up there. What about you, Bruce? Close. I know a couple I haven't played, but yes, close. I mean, I play Loch Ness Monster. There's one. Yeah, I know. I've never played that. I played so a I know Q, there's one. You know. I played a Q. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Let's see. Taste changing. I definitely say, like, my first couple of games were early Solid State Williams games. Then I got on the uh, the Williams 90s Bally Kick. And then have kind of gone to the uh, early Solid State Stern, mostly Goodness. Stern Kick, yeah. I'd say Bally, but I just have the one, Harlem Globetrotters. Well, you have you, the good thing is about the Bally Sterns, most of them are interchangeable for parts, so it's really good to have. Yeah, board, board set-wise. Yeah. Mech-wise, it's different. I mean, how would you say your tastes have changed, Bruce? Originally, I was a Pat Lawler guy. <gasps> then I found the goodness of Steve Ritchie. And then I had almost all the Williams 90s, because that was the goal back then. And then just expanded on it, and then went to Bally Bruce, and now I'm Bally Stern. I'm Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern. It sounds like a good DJ name. Hi, I'm Bruce Stern. <laughs> You finally saw the light, Bruce. You realize Steve Ritchie is the greatest designer of all time. Of course he is. Play better. <laughs> so that empties the mail ball back? Oh, never gets old. Never gets old. So how was your pinball weekend? Oh, my God. So we are we doing repairs and weekend? or? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, so last Wednesday I got all the parts to rebuild flippers on Demo Man. I needed a coil for Adam's family. I needed coils for Getaway. And I needed to rebuild flippers on Swords of Fury. And I had coils for the Demo Man also because the sleeves were frozen into the coils. You couldn't get them out. They were The coils were just disformed. So I did all that. Now we have a super strong Demo Man. We have a super strong Getaway. And I started on Swords of Fury, but then another problem popped up. The coil blew up on my Sea Witch, and I finally got it back in. I put the coil back in, the, the upper left flipper, and I put the proper resistor in. Because my resistor was blown, and it was foobarred. I turned the game back on for the first time. Okay, it flips great. I look up. Display 1 is completely dead. And my credit display is completely dead. Okay, so go back in there, reflow the solder on the seven-digit display. That's back up and running. Reflow the solder on the six-digit display for the credit display. doesn't work. Start wiggling the wires, and guess what's happening? The connector's bad. So repin the connector, and then we're back up and running with that. That night, after I did all this work on Seawitch, like four hours of it, the guy comes up and he says, oh, the upper left flipper's dead again. Really? Walk up there. The EOS switch is telling you to go from low to high power, or from high to low power. One of the leads actually broke off. So I had to go find a switch, 
re-solder that back on, take it off, take it back on, and now to see which has been rock solid. Then uh, a couple switches on a couple different games, Wax took a lot of games, and I still have to go back to Swords of Fury. And then uh, see which will be being put back. I don't know if – what do you, would you put back in storage? Sea Witch or Stargazer? Oh. I know it's hard, isn't it? Which has been there the longest? Stargazer. I put Stargazer in storage. That's what I'm planning to do because eventually I want to get that play field in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be going Stargazer and the Sea Witch will stay there with the stars. And Mustang's coming in. Pro or a premium? Pro. Pro. Okay. Yes. And uh, hopefully that Walking Dead will be there in a couple weeks, too. So that'll be the, you know, we'll get all those in and then we'll be done for a while. But yeah, a lot of repairs this week. I still got to do the Swords of Fury lower flippers. And unfortunately, he gave me the Williams mechs. So I got to do the, I'm going to use the Williams newer mechs instead of the older ones. So I'm going to get rid of the, I I don't know how I'm going to do that. Because the Swords of Fury uses a spring around the shaft. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Now, first he said, I mean, it's a Williams game, so it would use Williams mechs. But it, but no, because they changed the designs of the mechs and the links. 87 compared to 90, 90 and up. You're basically going from the conical spring to the extension spring. Yes. Okay. But there's no hole for the other side, so I have to make, I have to drill a hole. Yeah, drill it. Yeah. Yep. That's my fun. I got to do also. And it'll be stronger. Yes, they will. With the extension spring, as opposed to the conical spring. Yep. Exactly. And the conical springs sometimes get bound up because the links get worn. Yep. And I think you can use because the the links are tapered for the spring. Yes. And then the later ones are not. Yes. And they're actually a little. I think they're a little beefier too. They don't have to be tapered anymore. So. So that'll be my fun for that. And then once that's done, I might rebuild the flippers on Whitewater. Oh, Whitewater. Yep. Everyone hates Whitewater at my place. Why? It's brutal. I love Whitewater, Bruce. I'll never hate Whitewater. Uh, that's one of my That's my Desert Island pin. Really? Yep. And then uh, we had a tournament on Saturday with 11 players. Very good showing. A couple new players. So we're trying to introduce people to uh, tournament play. Uh, we had three people from Buffalo come out, and we had one person from Syracuse, and the rest were Rochester people. So, uh, good time had by all. I'll pick up the Mustang tomorrow and pull out Stargazer. You said pull out. Pull out. Hard. Mm. And that's all for me. How about you, sir? Okay. Well, let's go over the lunacy of uh, life of a pinhead. So, my pinball weekend... It involves multiple people, actually. Oh, my. Oh, my. So, Friday, um, well, our, our own Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. He is in Rochester, but every so many weekends, he comes back to his parents' house in about 50 minutes from me. It's in the hillbillies. It's in, yeah, it's in the sticks. So, he came back, and um, Steph came over, or came up, I guess. From, um, we'll just say the Orange County area. The Orange County area. So, and that's like three, three and a half hour trek. She doesn't get in till late. They basically play pinball and fix stuff from probably 1130 to like 2 a.m. So then Saturday, I'd say probably from like 10 a.m. to, I guess, I don't know, four or five, they're like 
fixing stuff. Like basically, Zach is is going through tech stuff with Steph. Who's taking notes and all that, showing her how to fix stuff. Doing like Zach's got a lot of EMs, so he's going through like a lot of EM stuff. And they were actually they end up just shopping out, doing a full shop job on a scorpion. So I'm sure Bruce is disappointed it wasn't Algar. So I came down at like five five PM and we just started going through all his games, like playing it like like just the three of us. You know, first, second, third. And just played all day, all night. We all night, all night long. We had pizza. Well, we had to go get the pizza because, again, the sticks, they don't deliver to where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after 20 games, then me and Zach are just sitting, talking about different pinball stuff. Steph's kind of dozing off a little bit. I look down at my phone at one point, at some point, and it's 4 in the morning. Mm. Yeah. And they were like, you can stay over if you want. And, you know, sun- Sunday was Father's Day, so I had plans. If I hadn't had plans, I would have totally just stayed overnight. I probably would have played more. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I felt good. It was, it was probably some of the most fun I've had in a long time. Good. Remarkable. Yeah. So, uh, I oh, yeah, and I finished last. Zach won handily. And then Steph was second, and I was third. I suck. I learned I really suck at EMs. Yep. And Zach is very good at EMs. Yep, yep. I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if that's how he got in the eight Pinberg finals last year. It was probably based on EM performance, from what I saw. Probably. He won me over on Jungle Lord. Me, Jungle Lord. Yeah, uh, playing, going through the rules on that, it is, there's a lot more to it than I thought. It was a lot more interesting than I thought. He did not win me over on Black Hole. It still sucks. Very good. Okay. So I know you weren't brainwashed or roofied during that whole No, I wasn't brainwashed. Uh, Spanish Eyes is still good. Mm-hmm. Old Chicago is awesome. Mm-hmm. Played Spirit until it broke. No, uh, what'd you do to break that now? Nah, it's it's a, it's a Gottlieb. What do you expect? What else is, what else is now? Kept blowing, blowing solenoid fuses and it intermittently wouldn't boot up all the way and just fun. I got to see like... Um, Got a closer look at Zach's homebrew game, mm-hmm. which was like, here we go. You got a head from like a wedge head. The game has basically made everything. The play field, it's got reels, but it also has like a, like the rest of its solid state with like a shooter, like button, because it's from spring break. It was a body from a spring break. Okay. So it has the launcher button. And it was just insane. Like all the wiring he did, he made all his own custom mechs. It's like absolutely insane. One of the games we played was like from 1934, like a pre-war game. You mm-hmm. hit like marbles into into different rockets, and if you hit the hole, it fires the rockets, and they go into a higher point value hole. And the funny thing is, I had actually played that game before mm. in Texas in the uh, pre-war display thing they have the the pre-war section. I'd actually played that game before. It's like, oh, I remember this. So it was a. I saw his demo man, his demo man that he got for five hundred dollars. Yep. Because you know, there was a reason he got it for five hundred dollars. Yep. <laughs> He's paying for the boards. That's about it. Let's see. He had to fabricate the speaker panel. He had to fabricate the uh, several boards that did not exist. He had to take the transformer you gave him, then modify it to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just insane. But he is a big fan of Demo Man. So there you go. 
Something something I can agree with Zach on. Yeah. But well, Marty isn't from head to head. Well. That shows he's got a screw loose. There's a problem yes, there. Totally. Then we had uh, my repairs is basically just nine ball. I'm trying to get nine ball ready for my little event, get the lights actually working on it. So I'm just replacing all the sockets right now. Did a bunch of them before the podcast today. So that's pretty much all I'm working on. Once once I get that done and back together, and I'm probably not going to want to touch anything until the tournament. Makes sense. Yeah. And that's it. That's all. But that's all, folks. And then next week you get to go to Pintastic. Yeah, so all right. Yeah, we went through the mailball bag. We let's just uh we did repairs, coming events, upcoming events. I said coming events. That sounded oh. yeah, weird. So upcoming events we got well this weekend we have Pin Mania, a staple, I think pretty much every year since two thousand seven, I think, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. So this will be like, yeah, what the twelfth one? Getting it's getting up there. This is a JR's, John Reuter's house in Gorham, Maine, I believe. Yeah, Gorham, Maine. I believe they still had spots open if you want to play in this. Uh, I highly recommend it, especially if you want to play um, a lot of the older valleys and sterns. Mm-hmm. He has a cheetah. Anyone with a cheetah you know is good by me. Uh, I believe if they do it the way they used to, they actually start Friday with like a pin golf, yeah. and then and then Saturday is the basically the match play. This was kind of a precursor to Pinburg. A lot of the same same type of format. Uh, then Sunday, usually they do something. I, I don't remember. They they it's it's more of kind of laid back Sunday. I don't think I think it's less formal. And then the weekend after that will be Pintastic New England. I will be there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. actually I think Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I will be there Friday and Saturday going to be fun can't wait show gets better every year i think it's it's definitely becoming like a staple and it's like an hour and 40 minutes or something from my house so i love it that's nice it's very nice to not have to drive three and a half to four hours or five hours to buffalo or whatever to go to a show so that's very cool it's very laid back show it's kind of like it's like the old pinball expos were when they were at the ramada where the hotel pretty much lets them do anything they want so you'll see like games just kind of rolling down the halls, people putting games in their room. They have like an open bar outside the game room to the wee hours. Well, that's fantastic. Then the weekend after that is the 12 hours of stop. Mm-hmm. Weekend after that is my event. Weekend after that is a break, right? Yeah, I think so. And then and then Pinburg. Pinburg. Replay FX slash Pinburg. I think that's it for the upcoming events. Did you see who won the critical hit tournament? That was at Mystic no. Pinball? No, neither did no. I. I keep looking to see if I could find results. So if anyone knows who won that, please send it in. Of course, by the time this is posted, uh, I probably will see it, but I'm just curious who won. Or I could just check IPA. Maybe the results were posted already. Maybe. I'll ask Joe right now. Joe Lemire? Mm-hmm. The organizer? Yeah. He, he was asking me, like, are you coming up? It's like, no, I have other plans, which was the uh, the Zach trip. Yeah, I just asked him, but I noticed how I wasn't invited out to the Zach trip, so. Would you have gone, Bruce? No. No, exactly. But I wasn't asked either. We're getting together to play uh, pinball for like a day or two days. Uh, you want to come up? Yeah. <laughs> this weekend I have uh, Central New York League Finals. 
I am the second qualifier, so I get a bye for the first round, and then off to the races I go. I'll expect total victory. I've won it twice out of six times, so we'll see. That's not the greatest percentage, Bruce. Just saying. Yeah, there's there's Eric Russell in there, and there's Jason mm-hmm. Ford. So there's a lot of good players in there. I don't have the gimmies like you have. Wow. You just insulted my entire league. No, just them, not you. I'm part of the league, man. Come on. I know, but I didn't insult you. I'm ch- uh, Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. If you're a league player who listens to this, it was Bruce, not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's kind of a light week. Yep, very light week. I think once we start with the shows, there'll be more to talk about. Yep, I have nothing even on eBay. I've looked all day yesterday and today. Nothing good. Except for one, but I'm going to show it, Ron. This is between us. Oh, this is between us. Ooh. Yep. I just want to make sure he doesn't outbid me or he bid, he, he, you know. Our yeah, yeah exactly. Hit. Another Stars episode. My should have been $500 stars that ended up being $565, thanks to you. Yep. Greatest $565 I'll ever spend. Yep. God, I love stars. I love stars. Who doesn't love stars? stars. Everyone everyone should be required to have a stars. If you want to own pinball, yes. If you want to own pinball. So Ryan C., there's more stars out there than Stargazer. Get our stars, and I'll be more impressed than your Quicksilver. Yep. Oop, I just got a message. Hold on. Oh? And the answer is... Jerry Bernard. Jerry Bernard won. Sab. All-powerful. Um, That's not a surprise at all. Yep. And honestly, the only thing that worries me about critical hit tournaments... They go after the top guys. I'm surprised he survived. It adds another element that requires thought. And you know how I feel about that. Oh, you can barely think as it is. Yeah, I, I. this is why I prefer playing the older games. This is like... Why I don't even know what place I'm in in the tournaments half the time until the end because I just no I just want to play pinball I I don't want to see in my job I work in IT and my whole day is figuring out why shit doesn't work so when I'm playing pinball the last thing I want to do is think mm-hmm. make any sense I don't I think that would you know because then I'd have to figure out like what to play what cards to play I mean I was talking to Steph. The Pinball Princess, the critical at tournament she finished second in, one of the reasons was she played a card, and this is cruel, there's a card I guess you can play that was, uh, you can give your opponent tilt warnings. Yeah. But if you tilt them, then they get a consolation ball. So she executed a perfect double danger on the person (laughs) she played the card on, and then the person tilted on their ball. (laughs) Executed perfectly, yes. It kind of makes you have to be a dick. So I would think you would love this format. Yeah, I don't because I'm usually one of the better players, so they all attack me. Nah. But you never get you never get attacked. <laughs> Funny, Bruce. It took me a while to figure that one out. I knew. I knew. So you're saying I'm not a good player? I didn't say that at all. Actually, the way I played at Zach's, I would agree with you. Especially on EMs. Just do not play them right. Mm. Yeah. I got, I got to work on that. Anything else? Nope. Light week. Light week. We apologize. We're going to try to work on getting uh, Bruce some more rest. Mm-hmm. God, it's not going to happen. Oh, try to get him a little more energy. Maybe, maybe we'll give him some drugs. You know, Bruce, back in the days of Kiss, we found cocaine was a very good way to stay up. 
Uh, Gene, you said in multiple interviews you don't do drugs. Well, I don't. The other okay. members of the band did, so we fired them. But they were very energetic while they were on cocaine. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Thanks, Gene. Okay. By the way, go to kissonline.com. Of course. Get your kiss coffin. <laughs> you got to tell everyone that it should be their homepage, right? Their homepage, kissonline.com. Well, it's mine, Bruce. I know it is, Gene. Of course. Oh, I know it is. So, Bruce, um, when did you realize Kiss were the greatest band of all time? Well, the first time I heard them. And when was that? What was your first Kiss experience? Uh, let's see. Animalized, 1984. Really? So you got into us kind of late. Yes. Well, actually, I remember you being younger, but I, I thought you guys were like clowns. Then I heard the goodness more and more, and I enjoyed the goodness more and more. We're not clowns, Bruce. I am a demon, Bruce. I know, but did you dress up like a clown? No, Bruce. I dress like a demon. No, 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 but were you using face paint like clowns do? No comment. Okay. Actually, what I use is called clown white. Mm-hmm, exactly. Clown. Clown. <laughs> Clowns. Uh, okay, we are the Slam Tilt Podcast. This has been episode 96, Thor. Hi, Steve Bowden. Fun with bonus. Yes. Meltdown, Pinball Podcast. No, we can't talk about their podcast. Oh, we can't talk about their podcast. We talk about them. Hi. Hi, Steve. Check out our, our um, friends of the show. We have... I must say, well, let's say I'm in a different order. Let's change it up. Flipper Fidelity, Mike Poopo. Get your sound systems for your pinball machines. He's also a Stern distributor. And then we have Joe Newhart, pinball star for all your spooky American pinball, Jersey Jack, and home pin needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check out our website, slamtillpodcast.com. has all our links on there, our links to Twitch and YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we did have a comment that Ron should stream more. Yes. I, I will try. I can't guarantee anything, honestly. I'd like to try to get some more people maybe to come over, maybe locals or if someone wants to come over for a day and just stream that night. Maybe when I come out. When are you coming out, Bruce? When I come out for uh, the drop-off your Galaga for the OCPC. Maybe I'll stay over that night, and then the next morning we can do something before I leave. So like a Sunday stream, you mean? Yeah, Sunday morning stream. All right. So there you go. When would that be? That would be the 15th? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. So listeners, what should we play? Ooh. Should we play the, uh, well, Quicksilver probably won't be fixed by then, but. It should be. No, You stop. got seven days. You got I six have days. seven days. No, no. I'm going to shows. I'm busy. The flipper works fine. If it works fine, why does it have to be fixed? It doesn't have to be fixed, but you can't get it out if you need to fix it. Uh, okay. It, so it works. Well, wait a minute. How do you know you can't get it out? I tried to pull it out, and it wouldn't pull out. So why did... Oh. <clears throat> so why did you try to pull out, Bruce? Because I could tell when I was trying to get the link, the uh, the paw out and the link, I couldn't get it out. But why were you, were you trying to get it out? That denotes something's wrong. Yes, but then I finally snaked it out and replaced the parts and then put it back together. All right. But I couldn't get it passed out of the playfield. Okay. Out of the bushing. Out of the bushing. Yep. Couldn't pull it out of the bushing. I got you. Couldn't pull it out of the bushing. All no. right. On that note, before I forget, our email address, send correspondence to, and especially for our uh, Stargazer ideas, 
Mm-hmm. To improve, because everyone out there is like, oh, yeah, I totally have a stargazer and would care. But we, we need some cool ideas out there, because I'm fresh out of cool ideas. The email address is slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. That's slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Scott McIntyre. Coming to you from beautiful... I fucked up. Wow. You fucked up for the first time in a long time. Okay. Retake. You should leave that in. Uh, No.